Welcome to Frontline Static, a podcast that helps bridge the gap between healthcare workers and first responders and everything in between. It's been a few weeks since I've been with you guys, but I'm so grateful to be back this week and speaking with my mentor, Jeanette Callison. Uh, She was there for me when I first graduated nursing school and started into critical care, and we talk a little bit about um, how we first met each other and... um, I just love how our relationship has blossomed over the almost 12 years of knowing each other. And she just talks about the importance of having a mentor and the importance of being a great mentor to someone. So um, I hope you enjoy my interview with Jeanette this week. Hey, Jeanette, how is it going? Good, Janessa. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your nursing career and kind of where you are now. Okay. Um, I decided I wanted to be a nurse when I was in high school, trying to figure out what I wanted to be. At first, I thought I wanted to be a teacher, um, you know, because you go through school and that's all you know. But um was able to take like a CNA class and um, really loved that. And so went to nursing school right after high school, graduated four years uh, later and loved like, I usually, I loved everything in nursing school except for maybe psych. And um, of course, like at the end, I learned a lot about critical care. So loved critical care, really wanted to get into something like that. And thankfully um, I was hired on as a critical care nurse at Kawea. And I spent the last 23 years there doing critical care stuff. Um, More recently, uh, like the last probably 10 before that, I kind of helped develop the rapid response program, became one of the rapid response nurses. And um, yeah, and now recently um, just decided to take a little bit of a change and I'm working at a surgery center and I'm um, the administrator for that. So awesome. I love that. And like, I really wanted to have you on today because I, I stress so much that there is an importance to having a mentor when you're starting out, especially a mentor in critical care or while you're, you know, going through nursing school, you know, different areas of your nursing career. Um, how do you feel about having a mentor and did you have one yourself? Um. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, having a mentor is important. And I feel like being a mentor is important too, right? Once you start feeling like you're getting your feet underneath you. Um, and yeah, I've had various um, mentors throughout my career. I can think of like really good instructors in nursing school that really like even now, like years and years later, you still think of things that they say um, that were just really like important and really helped you like get along with your career. Um, yeah. I I think it's good. So, yeah. And the reason why I had you on is because Jeanette was my mentor and this is how I remember the story. And you can tell me how you remember the story, but I remember the story of, okay, I was a student nurse and I was in nursing school and I had just graduated and I was so nervous about being on the floor. You know, um, we had great people that we worked with Um, And I had great, you know, preceptors and all of that when I was going through orientation. But what I remember poignantly was that you came up to me, you're a rapid response nurse. And so I was like, oh my gosh, she's like, 
like the goddess of the ICU, you know, but you came up to me and you were like, do you have a mentor? And I go, no. And you go, I want to be your mentor. And I was just like, so happy (laughs) to have someone in my corner. And I could always go to you and just be like, Hey, am I doing this right? I really messed this up. Like, what do you think I should be doing? And you just like held the space for me to just always feel confident that I could get there. That's not what I remembered. Okay. Tell me how you remember it. (laughs) Okay. How I remember it was I saw this remarkable new nurse uh, or nurse nursling in the making. And I thought, wow, she's so fun and she's so bubbly and she's cool. And I, I think I want to come alongside her and get to know her. And so, yeah, I do, I do specifically remember the day that I went over to, and I thought, I'm going to offer, you know, like whether she needs a mentor, just, you know, like a buddy or something like that. Like I knew you had kind of been mentored and oriented and stuff like that, but I thought, you know what, for like as you continue to go, because I feel like sometimes, you know, you get that orientation process and um, yeah, and then it kind of gets like, okay, your orientation's over, but you kind of do need someone just to come alongside you. And I probably could have used a little bit more of that myself. So I kind of felt like, you know what, I like this person. I'm going to see if they need someone to come alongside them, but you were cool. So yeah, I was especially drawn to you, Janessa. Oh, well, thank you. But <laughs> we have had a lot of fun during the years. And even as we've like continued, I left Kuya, did flight nursing, and then came back as a manager. Like you would come into my office and we would just have little powwows and it was just so fun. And I just love like how our relationship has blossomed since then. And yeah, I think we have a lot of fun together. And I think that's what makes a good mentor, right? with someone who can do that yeah I think it's really cool because along the way like I feel like our roles reversed especially when you did come back as manager like sometimes you were a pretty good sounding board for me right and I feel like now like wow you're a life coach and yeah I've always looked up to you as a as a flight nurse I think that you're amazing so yeah it's so cool that now we kind of mentor each other a little bit you know Yeah, no, I love that. Our relationship has really grown. And I think it's like super important to have that person that you have a safe space with, whether it's another coworker or a mentor after you come off of orientation and whatever level you are to have that person that you trust, that you can ask questions. um, And then they're not going to make you feel dumb about it as well. Right. Yeah. And let's face it. Nursing's hard, right? No matter what kind of field of nursing you go into, like there's going to be obstacles and there's going to be challenges. There's going to be hard days. There's going to be times where you're just like, I just need to talk to someone. And so regardless of where you're at, no matter where you are nursing, like you're going to need those kinds of people. So yeah, I would recommend the people that you are mentoring or kind of coaching along, like, yeah, to find those people in your corner. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, over the past couple of years, we've seen the stressors that have come along with the pandemic with being a, specifically a critical care nurse and ICU nurse. Um, and I, you know, we see it in flight nursing too. Um, and I, I, I think, you know, the reason why I got into coaching was because it's so important for us to be emotionally well and have that well-roundedness of, um, having the stress of what we do in our job, but also being able to take care of ourselves emotionally. And I know that that was harder on me as, you know, we had more stress with the job. So, um, 
that's why I think, you know, coaching and mentoring, all of those things combined are so important for healthcare workers right now and first responders. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Tell me about, we both love critical care. Obviously you did it for how many years did you say? 23? 23. Yep. And I know like uh, there's probably several people who are at the point where you were when you left it, but how did you know, like that was your, your time in the end of no longer working in critical care, no longer working in the hospital, because I think some of us has been doing it for so long. And there's people listening who have been, you know, that ICU nurse for so long that they're starting to feel like maybe it's time to move on. How did you know for yourself that it was time to move on? And how has that transition been for you? Yeah, like I felt kind of like, yeah, some of that passion was waning a little bit, you know, obviously we were in the midst of a pandemic and of course there was like a lot of political tension. Um, I happened to be on a school board for those, uh, for that time. I just, just completed that school board stint. And so that was especially stressful as well, kind of being caught in the midst of all that. And as a healthcare professional, trying to recommend, you know, things that were responsible and, and especially seeing the pandemic hit, had, you know, uh, firsthand. So like those things, I think all kind of led up to that decision. Um, but I probably wouldn't have made that step just because I do love it. And it's, it was so ingrained in my identity. Um, but yeah, the opportunity just kind of um, made its way. I learned about this position that I'm currently in it now. And then I feel like my husband really kind of helped push me in that direction too. I feel like he kind of knew where I was at and knew that I needed this a little bit more than even I knew myself. Um, of course, like I had, and still do kind of have self-doubt, like, can I do a different role, especially when you've been doing the same thing for so long? So like having the courage to just try something new um, has, and, you know, kind of still is a little bit difficult, but yeah. Um, So I think it was a combination of a lot of things, you know, but yeah, my husband encouraging me to do it, the opportunities, you know, sometimes I feel like if the door opens to an opportunity and it kind of seems, um, I don't know, you feel that nudge to go that way. You feel like, wow, like, why is this opportunity presenting itself? Um, sometimes I feel like, you know, this must, sometimes it's, it's, it's kind of the path that maybe you're supposed to take. So it was just a combination of those things um, that kind of led up to where I am now. Awesome. And that's like what we love about nursing, right? Is that we can be doing something that we love and then realize it might not fit for us anymore and then move on to something else. Um, it's a constant, like you can never get bored in nursing there's always an opportunity or a job for you to be doing something different if you choose to. Definitely. So many avenues, which was something comforting. I think like going into nursing, right. You know, you're like, wow, I don't know what I want to do yet, but there's so many things that you can try out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And how has your past experience (laughs) of um, critical care and rapid response and being in the hospital so long benefited you in the current position that you're in right now? Well, I know like I'm at a surgery center. So I always tell my nursing staff, I'm like, you know, obviously if there's some kind of crisis, call me. I still like to get my hands in that obviously. And I hope that, you know, I don't really have anything critical going on, but sometimes there's little glitches and things going on. So that has definitely contributed. Um, But yeah, you learn, you know, all the things that you learn as a nurse and as, especially as a critical care nurse, you know, like prioritization, you know, obviously your airway, breathing, circulation, that kind of stuff. Um, But time management. um, Yeah. When I was doing, I took kind of a lead role in the rapid response uh, world. 
and um, yeah, learned, you know, like about our meetings and about data collection. Um, obviously I was kind of, I was helpful with when we'd have our joint commission surveys. And so I'm going to be um, entering that phase here in our surgery center as our joint commission survey will be up in the next year. So kind of preparing for that regulatory stuff, like it's different, but yet there are some things that still are about the same, you know, or things that are similar. So um, yeah, even though you don't think of it at the time, like you'll figure out like there are some parallels in between different kind of positions and different things that you do. So um, oh yeah, a lot of things you do will help prepare you for something different, you know? Yeah, and I think, you know, a lot of people end up in leadership positions that aren't necessarily um, ready or see themselves going there, but um, they're pointed out by someone and they're given this opportunity and they take it. Um, I know you've had a lot of opportunities to have leadership management positions in the past. Um, what do you think makes up a good quality or what are the qualities that it takes if there is a listener that wants to go into administration or wants to go into management what are some qualities that you've seen over the years either by manager managers that you've had or administration that you've seen are really important to hone in and have for those positions um i really believe in like servant leadership like the people that i really um just admired and respected have been people that are not afraid to like jump alongside you and really kind of see kind of where you are like walking that mile in your shoes. Um, so yeah, I've always kind of appreciated that. Um, so yeah, so like even right now in my role, I'm kind of learning what the front office is doing and I am um, very humbled. I'm extremely dizzy when I sit down at the front desk because there's like a million things going on. The phones are ringing, there's people coming up and we're doing insurance eligibilities and all that kind of stuff. So I am completely humbled with that. But I feel like it's so important to realize kind of where you are when you're um, the leader to know kind of what it's like to walk in their shoes. So that's always been a really important kind of um, an admirable quality in a leader. Um, Another one that I really loved and um, kind of one of my mentors always, and when she stepped up to in a manager position was um, to be kind of a buffer too, right? Like if um, like the upper management is coming down on the manager or whatever, not to always be the one to go straight to your staff and say, you need to fix this, you need to fix this, you need to fix this, right? Like sometimes it's being that buffer and it's like recognizing like, okay, like, are these trends? Is this something that's really like happening? Or is this just a one-time occurrence? Because I remember as a critical care nurse, like you're trying to save this dying person who keeps trying to die on you. And your manager comes and says, um, I noticed on your time clock this morning, you were seven minutes you know, late or whatever. Or when you finally clocked in, you're like, really? Or I noticed <laughs> that you needed to chart this little check mark here, you know? And you're like, ah, you know? So like tr trying to be that buffer between kind of like the regulations and the things that you need to do and like prioritizing like where they are right now, you know, and maybe the timing of it and, and addressing that with your staff and stuff. So those are probably two of the things that come to mind right now that I feel like are important. Yeah. And I also think like having fun, right? Like in whatever position you are, whether you're, you know, the floor nurse or the manager or an administration, like I always think like having fun is such an important part of the job because we deal with so many stressful situations that we got to be able to, you know, just smile and laugh with each other and have fun sometimes. 
Absolutely. I love to have fun. I always like did try to find hopefully an appropriate outlet to have that little comic relief. I was reminded this morning on my way to work, um, there was some Christmas music on and one of the songs that I sang a lot in critical care was, do you see what I see? Um, because sometimes I felt like maybe providers, physicians and stuff were not always on the same page when we had someone who was really, really, really critical and kind of um, dying to see me. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throughout all your years of experience in nursing, like what would you say is your favorite part of being a nurse and what is kind of your not favorite part of being a nurse? Um, I think like my favorite, favorite part um, was the relationships with the people that I worked with, right? Like even now, like looking back, like those people feel sometimes closer than family to me, right? Like, um, so yeah, getting to know your coworkers and just working alongside them, helping each other out, just that teamwork, you know, feeling that you get when, yeah, you're, you're just, you know, it's almost like you finish each other's sentences, you know, you know what they're going to do, you know, their next move, you know, where they need help. You kind of, yeah, that was probably like the camaraderie was probably one of my favorite things. Um, yeah, the not so favorite things. Um, yeah, like traumatic situations, obviously, you know, where you, you would go home thinking, man, like, where could I have what could I have done better? What should I have done differently? What should I have said? You know, um, interactions with physicians and stuff sometimes were not always very fun or easy. Um, so trying to figure out, you know, just how best to manage those situations. Um, but yeah, I think I always kind of took the twist of um, trying to make things better, trying to figure out how to help how, how to make things better. Um, yeah, just for the next time, because you know that there was always the, op um, the opportunity that we might experience that again. So, yeah. And how did you deal with some of those emotional and um, stressful situations um, that you kind of went home and you thought about that night? Like, what were some ways that you dealt with them or maybe some ways that you think in the past you didn't deal with them as well as you wanted to? Um, I think like my personality always lent to the fact that when I clocked out, I tried to put it away for a little bit, you know? So I think like sometimes setting it aside um, was good, but then also sometimes processing through that, you know, whether it meant talking to someone or um, just kind of journaling or yeah, like my, like I always kind of go towards like, what could I have done better? What could I have said differently? What could I have, you know, or how could I have maybe seen this sooner or whatever? So. Um, sometimes taking that educational bend, you know, where you, or you try to learn more, you try to, um, yeah, just become better equipped to handle things. Um, so yeah, so those are the ways that sometimes I dealt with it. Um, obviously, like some of the ways maybe I didn't always deal with it better, like, you know, yeah, you don't always want to, um, you know, burden your, your, your coworkers, or your friends, or, you know, those kinds of things with, um, with, you know, what you're struggling with and going through, you know, so I probably like should have talked to maybe a therapist or somebody sooner. Um, but yeah, um, so just knowing like, and knowing that you have limitations, right? Like I remember as a young mom and, and having a lot of um, just responsibilities at home in addition to responsibilities at work, like sometimes knowing that you have limitations, right? And being okay with like maybe saying no or not doing something that you didn't need to add on to your plate, right? So 
um, those kinds of things as well. I think as I've grown older, uh, my boundaries have gotten better, right? Um, so yeah, just some of those things maybe. Yeah, and what I also appreciated about you was that, you know, even if it wasn't an ICU question, I, I would often come to you and ask you about the path that I was taking, whether I was deciding to come back to the hospital or take the manager position. Um, I always felt like what you had to say to me was good advice and you weren't telling me what to do. Um, you would always just let me vent and you were like my sounding board. And I think in critical care or nurses who have as much ex experience as you have, um, a lot of them get jaded and a lot of them aren't that good mentor that you have always been to me. Um, so as you know, a lot of us are getting up in years of nursing experience, what would you say, like what's kept you grounded as being a good mentor and what would make, what makes kind of a good mentor for you? Or what qualities would you advise those who are getting up in years of experience, you know, of, as being nurses? Um, what qualities would you say that we need to be to these nurses that are just coming into this as their career or critical care? Um, I would think like, obviously, you know, when you've got some years of experience behind you, you know some things, right? But you don't know everything. So I think like staying grounded, staying humble is good. Um, obviously my experience is not going to be the same as your experience, right? And like my path and where I'm going in the future is not going to be the same as yours. So kind of being open to that, allowing people just to kind of explore and figure out what's best for them. Cause like, I can't necessarily tell you what to do, right? I almost was kind of living vicariously through you. Some of the times I was like, I don't know if I'd want to do something different. I was nervous to do that. Right. Especially when you've been so comfortable in doing the same thing for so long. So, you know, maybe, um, yeah, I was, I was kind of living vicariously through you as well as you were sounding things out, you know? Um, so yeah. So like knowing that I have something to learn from you, you have something to learn from me. Um, your experience is not going to be the same as mine, but yet learning from each other, you know? So, um, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I loved that because, you know, we all had those examples of the nurses, especially in the ICU. I can't speak for other places, but you're starting out, you're asking questions and they're kind of like really hard on you <laughs> and they're not the kind of person that you want to go to. So I think it's important to always remember, like, as these new people are coming in to just really be a good mentor, be a good team, be a good friend to them um, because they are looking up to you. And, and I always tell people like, they're not just looking at you when you're at work, like they're looking at you off the job too, and what you stand for and what you represent. Um, those are the kind of people that you're going to attract. And just remembering that when people are asking you questions and starting out. Yep. Um, last question for you, Jeanette, what, uh, advice would you give any nurses out there that are wanting to get into critical care or kind of go um, or go into nursing in general? Like what advice would you give them? Um, I say go for it, right? Like if you really wanna jump into critical care, um, you can do that as a new grad, right? Like it's a different kind of nursing than floor nursing or you know outpatient somewhere or this, that or the other, right? So I say whatever like you feel drawn to and led to, I say go for it and then take advantage of every opportunity, right? Every educational offering, everything like that. 
Um, I say, yeah, just go for it. Um, one of my uh, mentors, when I was in, in a student in nursing school, she had said, um, she kind of had recommended, you know, no matter where you go into nursing, like figure something out that like you're passionate about, that you love, that you're interested in, you know, like that kind of stuff and become an expert in that. You know, I'm like, I think like as a manager, like if you have staff and everyone like goes towards something that they gravitate towards or passionate for, you know, learn all about it. And then obviously you're going to share it with others. And, and maybe that's going to be kind of the way you go, you know, um, grow into a mentor role, right? Like, um, so like I was thinking back to my experiences and stuff, obviously I really loved sick patients, right? And I loved resuscitation. So then I decided I wanted to become an ACLS instructor and then really grew in that role as well. So like go for what you're, what you feel kind of drawn to, right? And then really become good at it. Learn everything you can and just go from there, you know? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you know, every advice that you've given me over the years. And I can't wait to see where you continue to go with your nursing career as well. And I'm so glad that you're settled in now and you're happy in your new position. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks so for coming on with me today, Jeanette. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate being on. If you are looking for a mentor, I would love to be your mentor. I can help you at whatever stage you are in your process, whether you're starting out in your career or wanting to go to the next level and up-level yourself. Uh, you can look me up at Janessa Dean Coaching on Instagram, and I will talk to you guys next week.